Come on, give them a good praise. All right. If you have your Bibles, I want you to open them up to the book of Isaiah, chapter 55, and we're going to read verse 8. I'm going to ask you to remain standing just for a little bit, and while you're turning there, I want to take this opportunity to thank the Lord for my salvation and choosing to use me as a vessel. You know, I'm thankful for my pastors, Pastor Sonny, Sister Julie, and I want to thank Pastor Stevan, Sister Chella for having me out in the entire church. I want to thank you guys for having me. I'm really enjoying myself, and this is day two of our three-day revival, amen? And how many know God goes from glory to glory? Hallelujah. When you have Isaiah 55, 8, say, I got it. If you don't have it, say, wait a minute. Oh, Lord. We'll wait a little bit. <laughs> All right, time's up. Let's go ahead and read. When you get there, you can follow along. Isaiah 55, 8 says, For my thoughts are not your, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Go ahead and give your neighbor a high five, and you can have a seat. Good job, worship team. Oh, good job. Tonight, I would like to share for a quick moment on a topic that I believe the Lord has placed upon my heart tonight, and the title of the message is Raise the Roof. So, so tell your neighbor, raise the roof. <laughs> now, when I say roof, I'm not talking about a literal roof. I'm talking about the way we think. Because how many know the roof is usually at the top of the building, right? When you hit the roof, you've hit the top of the building. And um, or whatever house or whatever it may be, the roof is at the top. So tonight I want to talk about what's at the top of us, and that is our mind, and that represents our roof. You cannot go higher than the roof. <laughs> Hello, somebody. So do me a favor, tell your neighbor one more time, raise the roof. See, a house, building, or whatever we are building cannot go any higher than the roof. And did you know that the way you and I think is the roof in our life? You and I can go no higher or further than the way we think. Now, I want to read to you an article, and it says this. It says, one of my hobbies is raising Japanese koi fish. People have asked me, why are some fish so big and others so little? Great question. If a koi fish lives in a small tank, it will never grow larger than two or three inches. In a larger pond, however, the fish can grow up to 10 inches long. In ponds of the size of mine, he says, they will get to be a foot and a half in length. But if they live in a huge lake where they can swim and stretch, they can grow up to three feet long. The size of the pond determines the size of the fish. Similarly, little ideals and little thinking minds produce little achievements, but little ideas embraced by bit thinking minds often produce enormous achievements. The size of your thinking will determine the ultimate outcome of your idea. It's time to think big for the Lord. You and I will never go higher than our roof or our mentality. We will not ever outgrow the way we think. Let me say that again. We will not ever outgrow the way we think. The roof or our mind or our mentality will determine the heights that you and I go in the things of God. So tonight I want to talk about raising the roof in our lives. Do me a favor, just go like this. Say, raise the roof. <laughs> I'm talking about our thoughts and mentality, taking it to another level so we can go higher in God. Let's think about it for a minute. 
as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours. Have you ever wondered what the distance is between our thoughts and God's thoughts? Well, I guess the closest our infinite minds can fathom or understand is the distance between heaven and earth. And that's a huge distance. And that's just so we could understand it. You and I are not even close to the way God thinks. But we can grow in our thinking outside the box. As we allow God to transform our minds into the minds of Christ. Not only should we be transformed, but we should also be conformed. <laughs> now, what does it mean to be conformed? The dictionary defines conform as to act in accordance or harmony, to become similar in form, to act in accord with, prevailing, with the prevailing standards, attitudes, or practices. So it sounds like me, sounds to me like being conformed to me is to allow someone to have influence in my life or the way I think, or the way I act, to influence our decisions and to influence our actions. That's what it sounds to me like to be conformed. Now, on the other hand, I like to look at being conformed as allowing someone to influence the way we live. Because look at the word conform. Let's take a look at it really quick. You have two words in conformed. You got con and formed. The word con means with or together, right? And then you get formed is like the shape of a thing or something. So con is with, formed is the shape or a thing or something. So the word conform takes on the meaning of working together with someone to be more like them. Somebody say conformed. How many want to allow God to take our thinking to another level? See, the key is to allow God to work on our mentality and raise the roof in our lives. Example of someone being conformed can be like when you and I hang out with a certain group of people, we begin to act like them. Begin to talk like them, right? Walk like them, right? You ever been around a person you haven't been around a long time and they have a habit of saying a word like, really? Really? And you hang out with them for three days, and next thing you know, you're saying, really? Right? you just been conformed. <laughs> we wouldn't act that way normally, but when we get around them, all of a sudden, we could be conformed to their lifestyle. Sometimes we even start dressing like them. Come on, somebody. That's why it's important, if you want to be a world shaker, and a history maker that you got to get around world shakers and history makers. Uh-huh. Now, to be conformed, there has to be a cooperation on our part to be like the person we wanted to be conformed like. There has to be a cooperation. So the process of being conformed into the image of God's son is a process. So that you and I need to work together with God and allowing ourselves to be changed by God. This is good stuff. I'm already preaching. It's not a forcible action. But to be conformed into the image of Christ is a decision that you and I make to work together in cooperation with God. Somebody say, raise the roof. 
Tonight, I just want to encourage us to allow God to work in our lives to raise the roof in our mentality. Let's take a look real quick at the 12 spies and their mentalities. Now, for those of you who don't know the story, there were 12 spies, and they had a leader name. Uh-oh. I heard Moses and I heard Joshua. Okay, who sent out the 12 spies? Okay, Moses. Moses sent out the 12 spies to spy the land, right? So then what happened is when the spies went out, there was how many of them? 12. Okay, they went to go spy the land. He says, I want you to go spy the land the Lord your God is giving you. Not thinking about giving you, not as praying about giving you. Come on, somebody. But the Lord is giving you. So we got the 12 spies. They went to go spy the land. You with me? So when they spied the land, they ran into some giants in the land. But 12 of them came back. Moses wanted a report. So there were some giants in the land. So here they come back to Moses, and they say, Moses, the land you sent us to does flow with milk and honey. But there are some giants in the land. Ten of them came back with a negative report. You with me? Two came back with a positive report. So my thing is this. Remember, Moses sent the spies to go check out the land the Lord was giving them. It was already promised to them. All they had to do was go see it. But what happened is they ran into some challenges in the land. So then the 12 spies come back, 10 come back and say, we can't go into that land. We're like grasshoppers. But then one of them, I think it was Joshua and Caleb, stood up and silenced the people. They said, wait a minute. Yes, there's giants in the land, but we are well able to go in and take possession of the land. Come on and clap your hands if you think that's good. Now let's look at this. Let's take our time and look at this. How can two groups of people see the same thing but have different outcomes? They all saw the same land. It wasn't like the ten saw half over here and the two saw this half. They all saw the same thing. So how can the same people see the same thing but have two different reports? That boggles my mind. How can 12 leaders of the tribes see the same land and the same giants in the land but have two different reports now remember all of them saw the same thing it wasn't like two had a positive report because they didn't see the giants now they all saw the same thing so what made some of them have a negative report and some have a positive one you know what it is it's called mentality. That's what it's called. The dictionary describes mentality as the set of one's mind, view, or outlook. Did you know that our outlook can determine our outcome? Let me say it again. Our outlook can determine our outcome. Let me say it again. Our outlook can determine our outcome. The way you and I see things can determine if we're going to go forward or if we're going to go backwards. 
Let me put it to you this way. Our mentality can determine our destiny. Oh, I feel like rapping right there a little bit. <laughs> our mentality can determine our destiny. Are you with me? Let me prove it to you. Twelve spies, right? Oh, they're getting ready. Come on, somebody. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Let me prove to you that our mentality can determine our destiny. Can I prove it to you really quick? Okay, let's break this down. Twelve spies were sent. Are you with me? Ten had a negative report. Two had a positive report. Did you know? That the 10 who had the negative report didn't enter the land. That's right. Hmm. But the two who had the positive report did. That's heavy. The 10 who had the negative report didn't even get to enter into the promised land. But the ones who said we are well able to go in and take possession of the land, they got their promise. I just have a question tonight. Is there anybody here that wants to get what God has promised you? I don't think you heard me tonight. I'm going to speak a little bit of Afrikaans. In Afrikaans, when you say, I don't think you heard me, it's egdunkni yella hetme hawarni. So if I say that, that says, I don't think you heard me. So let me try it one more time. The 10 who had the negative report did not enter into the promised land. But the two who had the positive report went in and got what was promised to them. I just want to know, is there anybody here tonight that wants to get what God has promised you? Let's try it one more time. I said, is there anybody here tonight that wants to get what God has promised you? Uh, I'm going to try it again. Do it like this. Flow with me. Flow with me. When I say hit it, hit me. Is there anybody here? You got to give me something. Is there anybody here? Yeah, now you're feeling me. That wants to get what God has promised you. Give me something. Keep it going now. Okay, let's try it one more time. We're going to get it. Are you guys ready? We're going to get it. Is there anybody here that wants to get what God has promised you? Give me something. Said I do it one more time. Is there anybody here that wants to get what God has promised you? Come on and give them a praise tonight. Woo! Have a seat, have a seat. You guys are in the zone. Give it up for the musicians tonight. Mm. What was the difference in the spies? It was their mentality, the way they saw the situation. One said, we can't. The other said, we can't. One said, there's giants in the land. One said, we're giant slayers. One said, we're like grasshoppers. One said, we're like more than conquerors. One told the problems, told their God how big the problems are. The other told their problems how big their God is. 
Is there anybody here who wants to go in and take possession of the blessing that God has promised you? I just wonder how many of us here tonight have a promise from God, but our mentality is keeping us from walking in it. I know we like to blame people. Oh, they hate on me. They won't let me come up in the things of God. Oh, I know, I know, I know, right? No, no, they just don't want to raise me up. I got all kinds of haters. It might be you. You might be your own hater and don't even know it. <laughs> I feel like amen to myself one more time. Let me just tell myself. You know what, brother? You're doing a good job. Keep it up. Man could not stop the call of God upon your life. If that's the case, then we're serving the wrong God. But my Bible says any door that God opens, no, no, no man can close. Woo! So I wonder how many of us here have a promise from God, but our mentality is what's stopping us. Maybe some of us, the devil lies to you and say, well, look how you were brought up. God can't use you. Oh, look at your past life. You were a drug addict. You're not going to amount to nothing. Oh, come on. You really think God can use you? Remember what people told you that you weren't going to amount to nothing. Oh, remember what your school teacher told you? Remember what the system told you? Remember what you even told yourself? We shouldn't let our past mentality put a stop to our God-given destiny. Come on and clap. That's a good place to clap right there. Come on and give them a good clap. Let me give you an illustration. And it's, it's, it ties in with don't let our past mentality affect our God-given destiny. And I want to give an illustration of a baby elephant. Elephants in captivity are trained at an early age not to roam. One leg of the baby elephant is tied with a rope to a wooden post planted in the ground. The rope confines the baby elephant to an area determined by the length of the rope. Initially, the baby elephant tries to break free from the rope, but the rope is too strong. The baby elephant learns that it can't break the rope. When the elephant grows up and is strong, it could easily break the same rope. But because it learned that it couldn't break the rope when it was young, the adult elephant believes that it still can't break the rope, so doesn't even try. Even though it's a full-grown elephant who could just walk out the rope, but since what happened to it when it was a baby... It was confined, so its mind was trained that no matter what you do, you can't break this rope. So even though it's a full-grown elephant, a little rope can keep it confined. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight. 
But I just stopped by to tell someone, if you're letting your past mentality dictate your God-given future, it's time to put an end to the old mentality that's holding you by a little rope and be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Woo! I don't know if you're hearing me, but we got some world shakers in the house tonight. I don't know if you're hearing me, but we got some trailblazers in the house tonight. I know you've been trying for five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, blaming people, blaming this person. Blame, I dare you to, I dare you to make a shift and say that's the past. But my God has promised me I'm stepping, I'm, st I'm, st I'm stepping into the promised land. Woo! I don't know about you, but I feel the power of God in this place tonight. Hold on, I'm not done yet. Hold on, good, good job, though, good job. I'm not done yet. Can I finish real quick? You say, Pastor Dre, how do I get a new mentality? Because I don't want you to get all excited and then stay up the rope. Right? Shout and shake, but still stuck by the rope. So how do we get transformed? Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. We will get a new mentality by the renewing of our mind. How do we renew our mind? By getting the word of God in our hearts and in our minds. Somebody say, help us, Lord. When you and I do renew our mind with the word of God, it will transform us. I'm almost done. The word of God is what transforms you and I. Come on, somebody. Uh, let me just bear with me. Have mercy on me. The best illustration I can think of as being transformed is some old school cartoons. Now, I know some of you might be too young to remember Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's, are oh, you with me? Okay. <laughs> he was able to do things he couldn't do before. But how did he get transformed? See, let me, you got to understand something. Superman was not always Superman. Before he turned into Superman, he was Clark Kent. With the glasses, the nerdy guy, that was Clark Kent. But let a situation arise. There was one thing that Clark Kent needed to be transformed. Does anybody know? A telephone booth. 
Now, I know this new generation is like, telephone booth, what is that? Y'all don't know about pulling over to the side. You got to put the dime, and then you got to dial it. Come on, somebody. Cell phones wasn't, come on now. Especially when you got lost and you're trying to find, oh, that's a whole mission. Anybody know where a phone booth? All Clark Kent needed was a telephone booth. When he got into the telephone booth, he was transformed. Okay, let me give you another one. How many of you have ever, ever heard of Popeye? I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. Oh, you guys are with me, man. <laughs> Who lives in the garbage can? I'm strong to the finish because I eat me spinach. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. Oh, you're with me. See, Popeye wasn't all that, though, in his own strength. Come on, somebody. Popeye, Popeye. But he would try to go to Popeye. What's the big dude's name? Pluto with body slam. And who's the other one? Olive oil. Popeye, Popeye. And Popeye's trying, but Pluto. He couldn't do it until I think somebody's catching it right now. Until he found a can of. Once he opened that can of spinach. Come on, somebody. He was transformed. Bluto didn't have a chance no more. Come on, somebody. Are you with me? Now, I'm not talking about a telephone booth. Or I'm not talking about some spinach. But I'm talking about being transformed by the word of God. That's good stuff right there. Just like Clark Kent had the telephone booth, Popeye had his spinach. The Christian has the word of God. Your promise is calling your name. But in your own strength, you can't do it. We can't do it. I don't think you need a telephone booth. I don't even think you need some spinach. But if you get the word of God and put it on the inside, you'll find it's just like fire. Shut up in your bones. I know you've tried in your own intellect. I know you've tried in your own strength. But I dare you to... I dare you to tap into the word of God that says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. If God before us, then who can be against us? I want to know, do we have a church here tonight that's ready to tap into the word of God. And you're ready to be transformed. Break the rope. Get out the old. Oh, come on. Somebody say new levels. It's time to, come on, just, just raise the roof. I said, just raise the roof. 
You've been trying your old way for so long. Five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, oh Lord, 30 years, and you still got the same old story. Haters don't want me to come up. Like they even got that walk, right? All these haters just hating on me. So then you get your hater crew. Come on, somebody. I know they hating on you. Yeah, they hating on me too. Let's just start the hater bunch. We all sit together. Oops. Complain together. Dress alike. And always come back with a negative report. But I want to know. Do we got any world shakers in the house? Do we got any trailblazers in the house? Who say, yeah, there's giants in the land. I know there's giants, but I got a promise. I've got a promise. And God has given me the land. I'm on my way to the promised land. Get out my way. You guys are in the zone. Come on and give it up for that crew. Okay, give me two minutes. I'll be done. <laughs> when you and I get the word of God on the inside, it will transform us. We are able to step out and do things we wouldn't be able to do in our own strength. Are you ready? to go after all that God has for you in the power of the Holy Ghost. See, there may be some of us here tonight that have dreams and God may be saying, I have bigger dreams. What's one practical way that we can take the limits off and I'll be done? One practical way is to get around those who are taking the limits off. It's that simple. If you want to be a good basketball player, then you hang around a good basketball player. If you want to be a good businessman, you don't hang around someone who's broke. No, bro, I could teach you how to make money. <laughs> I'm broke, but I could teach you. It don't work like that. <laughs> if you want to be an on-fire Christian, then you hang out with on fire Christians. If you want to raise the roof, then you got to hang out with those who are raising the roof. If you want to be a world shaker, then you got to hang out with the world shaker. And I'm going to close with this illustration. You ever heard of the illustration of the chicken and the eagle? I'll share it with you real quick. There was an eagle, right? He fell out the eagle's nest and he landed in a chicken coop. So his whole life, he was brought up with the chickens. Walk like a chicken. Are you like that? Are you videotaping this? We'll be on Facebook. <laughs> he, he walked like a chicken, dressed like a chicken, talked like a chicken, but he was an eagle. So then one day, an eagle came <laughs> soaring around. <laughs> 
and he saw his buddy down there. He said, let me go see what's up. He landed. He says, why are you in the chicken coop? You're an eagle. And the other chickens start laughing. He ain't no eagle. He's a chicken. He walks like us, talks like us, eats what we eat. But the other eagle said, no, no, no. You can fly. You're an eagle. He didn't want to believe it. The eagle said, look, this is what we're going to do. I want you to run as fast as you can. See those things right there? Those are your wings. I know you think you can't get out this coop. Let me show you what you can do real quick. So the eagle took off. Sword. Came back down. That's what's in you. So he said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to run as fast as we can. And I want you to flap your wings as fast as you can. The eagle chicken said, okay. So there they went. The big eagle that could fly and the other eagle that acted like a chicken. And there he went. He flapped his wings and bam, he ran right into the fence. He had a bruise. And he told the eagle, I told you I can't fly. He said, let's go try it again. So now he got a bruise. Come on, somebody. All mad. He said, just do the same thing that you did last time. So there they go. And this time he got off the ground. Bam. Now he got a black eye and a bruise. Eagle said, come on back. We're going to do it again. You just got higher than you did last time. I'm trying to help somebody tonight. So this time, just flap a little bit harder. What's in me is in you. I know these chickens told you you can't do it. You've been hanging out with chickens, but there's an eagle inside of you. On the count of three. One, two, three. And he got up, and he got up, and bam! He hit the fence again. Now he got a nose that's bruised, bruised up here, and a black eye. But he said, I got higher than I did last time. Let's go back and try it again. Hey, one. Come on, get ready. Two. But I want you to flap as hard as you can. Because what's in me is in you. Three. And there he went. He took off, soared over, began to fly. Looked at the chuckles and chickens and said, how you like me now? There he goes, flying around. I want to know, are there any eagles in the building tonight? One, two. If you're ready to fly on three, I want you to give him a radical prayer. Where's my singers at? We're about to blow up in this place. Everybody say one. you to picture the rope breaking mentality being changed your past is not gonna hold you any longer it's time to break out are there any eagles in the house tonight 